Hey, welcome home. You're watching Legacy Television. I'm Jeremy Pearsons. So glad to have you tuning into the broadcast today. I'm coming to you again from the platform of the sanctuary right here, Legacy Church, Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. You can tell I'm real happy about it. And if you don't know, this is a big deal. This is a big deal for us. This is something we've been pressing towards together as a family, Sarah and I and our kids and our staff and, and now this church congregation that the Lord's added to us and we're walking in it. We are actually walking in things we've dreamed about for 10 years. So if I got a big, smil uh, big, big uh, silly smile on my face, you know why. It's because we're, we're experiencing things that, like I said, we've dreamed about for so long. And, you know, that's what faith in God will do for you or for anybody. Anybody who will take him at his word, he'll put a dream in your heart. He'll give you steps of faith to take. And before you realize it, you look up and you're standing in the middle of those things you've dreamed about. And even as you are standing in it now, and we're experiencing this, we're, we're still dreaming. There's still things growing on the inside of us. You see, when you're going to live a life of faith and a life of vision, there's always something more to press into and to press towards. God's been so good. We're so excited to be into this new year, um, just a few weeks in now, and God's already doing good things. We've got a word. We've talked a little bit about it uh, in some of the previous broadcasts, but let me remind you again, we have got a word from God. And we say that because as people of faith, you have to have that. There is no faith without the word. There is nothing to step on. There's no foundation for you to put your foot down on without a word from God. And man doesn't live by bread alone, but we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And as 2020 was coming to a close, the Lord began speaking to us about the days that were just ahead into 2021. And I remember I was on the phone with somebody who was actually in the hospital at the time and really having a struggle with some things. Things were moving in the wrong direction and it came up strong in my spirit. And I said to them, you listen to me, this is the end of sickness and disease and this is the beginning of life more abundantly. And then just a day or two later, another individual, so here's somebody here at the church, uh, go into the hospital with some out of nowhere kind of thing. And that same word came up strong on the inside again. This is the end of sickness and disease. It's the beginning of life more abundantly. And I'm here to tell you and to testify that both of those people walked victoriously out of that hospital, came home strong and healthy. And what I realized in the middle of that was that what the Lord was saying was not just for those individuals. This was his word for our church. This was his word for this ministry that whatever has hung on for too long, Whatever has been a manifestation of what Jesus called the thief in John chapter 10, whatever's come to steal, whatever's come to, uh, to kill, whatever's come to destroy, whatever has come to take away from you, I'm declaring that just like 2020 ended, that's over. Those days are gone. And as a new day dawned in 2021, it's the beginning of life more abundantly. That's our, that's our word for this year. 2021 is the year we live life more abundantly. And of course, we're believing for that this year and beyond. That doesn't come to an end on December 31st of this year. No, we just build on it and build on it and build on it. So that's what we're believing God for. That's what we're believing God for in this church and in your life as well. So if that resonates on the inside of you, go ahead right now. Grab a hold of that word and say it out loud. This is my year 
of living life more abundantly. The kind of life that Jesus came to give. And again, He's not taking from you. He's adding to you. And we believe He's just that good. That when you've got Him, you've got your healing. When you've got Him, you've got peace. When you've got Him, you've got joy. You've got provision. And you have access to whole life prosperity. That's prospering in every part of your life, spirit, soul, and body. So we've made excellent progress. Those of you who've been watching this broadcast for any length of time now, you know that we've been in a buy up and build out project together for months, even years. And God has been so faithful. We released faith for $100 a square foot in this 30,000 square foot facility. And there was a time not that long ago, we didn't have any of it. But listen, we have made such miraculous progress. We are up over 96% complete. By the time you see this, this will be over that. And I'm telling you, we are just days, days away now from being totally 100% complete done with this part of the project. And if you've ever been involved in anything like this before, you know there's always more to do. There's always more work to be done. And those days are ahead and we're excited about them too. But our goal was to get this place open. And we're open. Even before we hit that 100% mark, we're open glory to God. And so as we begin to wrap this up, I want to give you another opportunity today to sow into it, release some faith of your own, believe in God for the beginning of life more abundantly, add some faith to that, mix that word with faith and watch what the goodness of God can do in your life. If you'd like to sow today, you can do that. number of ways you can get involved. If you're watching inside the United States, you can text your offering. Just text LTV in any dollar amount to the number 28950. If you are watching and you'd like to give online today, you can do that at pearsonsministries.com. Or if you're writing a check, you can make it payable to Pearson's Ministries. Use the address that you see on your screen. We're going to continue on in our broadcast today with something we began last week. It was a special day. Uh, we want to show you the very first service that we had here in this sanctuary that was open to the community. It was back in December of 2020. It was a special day. We began that on last week's broadcast. So if you missed that, go back and get it. Get caught up with us. But we're going to continue on in it today. It was such a special day that the actual title of the message was just one of those days. One of those days that you have that just changes everything forever. And that's what we believe we began in this church. Something that would change our lives, those who would be a part of it, and yours as well. Change our lives forever. So let's get back into this word, and I'll be back in just a moment. Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I'll give you rest. That is a revelation of our Father. That's Him. And it's a new development. It's a new way of seeing God that up until that time, nobody had seen God that way. Nobody had lived life that way. Up until that time, you carried your own burden. Up until that time, you bore your own yoke. I just spent the last week teaching uh, up here at Karis Bible School, teaching to the third year ministry students, talking about the anointing for ministry. And what the anointing is, when you look to the scripture, you find out it is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. Satan is a burden builder. Your enemy and mine, that's the business he's in. 
if there was a better burden building business bureau, he would be, <laughs> he would be the, the head of that council. That's what he does. That's who he is. And he will spend generations, year after year after year, building a burden so heavy, installing a yoke so burdensome around somebody or around a family or around a group of people. And he'll, he'll work on it so long and so hard that people don't even realize that's what it is. They just call it life. They just think it's a part of living life. And Satan worked so long to put burdens and to weigh people down. And that's what so frustrates him and terrifies him about Jesus Christ, Jesus the anointed, Jesus and his anointing. He hates the fact that he can work for generations, for millennia, putting a burden on mankind and one moment under the anointing can remove the burden and destroy the yoke. One minute, one second. And Satan's standing there going, you broke my yoke. I worked so hard on that yoke. The psalmist said, I've been anointed with a fresh oil. You have exalted my horn like that of a wild ox. That's strength, man. That's power. That's transforming power. But that burden and that yoke, that's what mankind was living with and is living with unless and until they meet Jesus. See, when Jesus stood up in the temple, in the synagogue and said, the spirit of the Lord's on me because he has anointed me. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me too. So here comes the job description of Jesus. Here comes what the anointing's on him to do. He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Well, that tells me that poverty is not a blessing. It's a burden. It's a yoke. And the spirit of the Lord was and is on Jesus to remove that burden and destroy that yoke. He said, I'm anointed to heal the brokenhearted. A broken heart's not a blessing. That's a burden. That's a yoke. Jesus is anointed to lift that and destroy it. He talked about the anointing being on him to proclaim liberty to the captives, to set, it, to set at liberty them who are oppressed. All of this is the anointing, the work of the anointing. But what we need to recognize is that's the condition that mankind is in until they encounter that anointing. I don't care how much money you have in the bank. If you don't know Jesus, you're a poor man. And the only way to break that poverty is to come face to face with the anointed one and his anointing. So Jesus is talking to people, come to me all. I just hear the Texan coming out. Come to me all y'all who are heavy burdened and yoked. That's everybody, isn't it? Until you come to him, that's you. I don't know if we understand that clearly enough. Until you come to Jesus, that's you. Burdened, yoked, poor, brokenhearted, blind, imprisoned. That's you. Until you know him, that is you. And that's why he's extending this invitation. And by the way, it's a standing invitation. Come to me. I'm changing things. We're, we're, we're starting something new today. He's saying. This is a significant moment. 
And we're changing some things and we're starting some things. Until now, yeah, I know you've been carrying your burden. Until now, you've been heavy laden. You're worn out. I get it. I know. Here, come, come to me. I'm going to make a trade with you. We're going to enter into an exchange here. I tell you what, you give me the burden, I'll give you my rest. And you look at that and you think, that's a bad trade. It's like, he knows what it is. Don't tell him. He knows exactly what he's doing. Come to me. Who? All. Come to me all. Who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You got to learn to look for these moments in your life where things change. And here's where you and I are different than most of the rest of this world. We are not just defined by the moment itself, but you and I, if we'll allow ourselves, will be defined by what we get from God in the moment, what we understand from his word in that moment. I told you last week that over the course of Thanksgiving and the break, man, we saw some miracles. The Lord did some amazing things in our personal family, in our church family. If you hadn't heard us tell the story, I'll remind you, Sarah's mom uh, went into the hospital Thanksgiving week, back up a couple of days. She had texted the family and said, Dad and I both tested positive for COVID. And then all she said after that was, the word is working. Amen. See, a lot of people have tested positive, and that test now defines them. But here's what's different. When somebody in the house of faith comes up with a positive test. It's not the test that defines us. It's not the result of the test that defines us. It's what we believe about God in it. It's what we believe about God in response to it. That defines us. So she's not going to be defined by this virus or defined by this scary report. The word is working, she said. Well, over the next couple of days, that, that thing went to work in her body and, and she was struggling to breathe and you know you've heard all the effects of it and she ended up in the hospital and over the course of that time this is a believing family you need to know that about us we don't take this stuff lying down we are ready at all times and constantly engaged in the fight of faith and we don't let this stuff scare us we don't pretend it's not there we just address it with the word of God we let his word define us in the moment and man, we did. As a family came, to, came together, surrounded mom in faith and in prayer. Long story short, the Lord did an amazing work in her body, miraculous work. She went from not doing well at all to totally well, totally strong, not able to eat anything, to scarfing down hospital chicken fried steak and strawberry cheesecake. That's a miracle. And it happened in a moment of time. But one of the things that rose up big on the inside of me while we were watching her just walk that out, these words came to me, actually came to me the day she texted and said, we tested positive. What came up in my spirit was, this is the end. This is the end of sickness and disease. My mother-in-law, Mary Hart, over the last 
seven to ten years, has had to fight some stuff physically. She's been told by some doctors some pretty heavy things at various times over the years. But every time she got told that, she responded to it with the word, responded to it with the word, responded to it with the word over and over and over and dug her heels in and would not relent. At one point she was told, maybe I told you this before, but she was told you've got ten months to live. What do you do? For many people, that's a defining moment. And it defines every moment for the next 10 months until they're gone. But instead of letting that doctor's word or that moment define her, it's what she got from God in the moment that defined her. Same thing here. So here it comes again. This is the end. This is the end of sickness and disease. This is the end of sickness and disease. And just a few days later, after meditating on that and hearing it and hearing it and hearing it, this is what the Lord added to it for me. It's the end of sickness and disease. It's the beginning of life more abundantly. Can you see what's happening? We're ending one thing and starting something else. This is a moment in her life and in the life of our family. And we're seeing it. We're, I mean, Sarah and the kids were on, on the phone with her yesterday. I, it, she's another woman. I'm telling you, we've seen a miracle. I, I can't overstate it enough. We have seen a miracle. Right about the same time, there was another young man in the church, uh, uh, the son of some of our staff. And out of nowhere, started experiencing some pain. Long story short, he ends up in the hospital. Not COVID, some other freak thing. An infection that's trying to run its course in his body. And it was day after day of this for a little while. But thank God for believing mamas and believing daddies. Praying mamas and praying daddies. People who will come into agreement with each other and say, we're not having this. This is not the way this goes. It's not the visit to the hospital that defines us. It's our faith in what we get from God in the middle of it that defines and redefines our life from this day forward. I'm going to tell you something about that young man. Over the course of his time, a week plus in the hospital, he encountered God. He did. And he heard some things from God. God spoke to him very clearly. And you know, kids, they're not making this stuff up. They don't care about impressing you with their spirituality. <laughs> this is real. This is authentic. It's more like what you and I should be. He encountered the presence of the Lord and the Lord said some things to him. And it's not, I can tell you this right now, it's not going into the hospital. It's not the diagnosis of the infection. It's not the treatment. It's not the procedures that define this young man now. What defines him and has changed his life and is changing it day after day is what he got from God in the middle of it. Can you see the difference between us and them? I know it's not politically correct to talk in those terms, us and them, but it's true. The biggest differences between people are not in our skin color. They're not in our nationalities. They're not where we're from. They're not in our socioeconomic status. The biggest difference that could possibly exist between two people is one's born again and one's not. One's got a spirit that's alive unto God and one doesn't. And that is a big difference. You, if you want to be real about it, there is an us and there is a them. And as for us and our house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to serve the Lord. We're going to put him first. We're going to put his word first. And we're going to have what he says we can have.
no matter what it is we're facing, no matter what it is we're walking through. I don't care if it's a positive test or, a, or, or, or whatever it is. doesn't matter. We've got a foundation. Now, in the middle of that, if you'll turn your attention and your heart to the Lord, he'll do something and you'll get something from him that changes the rest of your life. Let me give you another, what I believe is an apocal moment. December 6th, 2020. Anybody know when that is? That's right now, man. That's right now. Sarah and I fully thought we'd come up here. We saw the building, saw it needed a lot of work. We thought, yeah, this place needs what? Three, four, five months of work. We could do that. Hey, we've never done it before. All right. Cut us some slack. And we thought this thing probably would have been started a while back. We were aiming at honestly the fall of 2020. And those of you who've been going down this road with us, you know, we've had services in town up there in Woodland Park. We're meeting once a month or twice a month. And then we had some services here and then we were doing online. But we've been pressing towards this moment right here. As far as she and I are concerned, we've been moving towards this thing for 10 years right now. Now, wherever you are and wherever you came on in that journey, it's all been headed towards this moment. This is an apocal moment. If not in anybody else's life but ours. I know it is for mine. I know it is for her, for our staff, for our team. We've been pressing towards this. A lot of sweat has gone into this. A lot of tears, a lot of prayer, a lot of sewing, a lot of standing, a lot of believing. A lot of late nights, a lot of early mornings have been pressing all towards this moment right here. And I'm telling you, in Jesus' name, everything changes from here. We're not living in an old mentality anymore. Whatever the Lord needs to change in our thinking, in our believing, it's happening right now. First of all, I know this. They just keep making Sundays. There's going to be another one of these next week. And then the next one, and then the next one. That's kind of new for us a little bit. It's a different way of, of living. It's a different way of believing. But now we're a family. We're a body. And this changes everything. Now, I know not everybody in here. I, maybe you're here just checking it out. You're just visiting. That's wonderful. But I do know a lot of you. The Lord picked you up from where you were and he put you in this place. And it weren't for no reason. <laughs> it was because he was about to work this epochal moment in your life. And not just epochal in the sense that it's big, it's strategic. Isn't that what Jesus said? At the, or the scripture said, at the strategic time? See, I thought we would have been going months ago, months ago, months ago. But now I'm standing here in front of you going, no, this is it. This is right. And here's why I believe we're in the strategic time. We're coming to the end, naturally speaking, of 2020. And somebody said, amen. amen. No, listen, we're laughing, but you've heard that, haven't you? I can't wait for this year to be over. Right? Now, if we're honest, for a lot of people, this has been a fatiguing year. And even if you weren't 
personally affected or personally diagnosed or something like that with COVID. By this time, you know somebody or at least you know somebody who knows somebody. And at the very least, you've heard all the same preaching from the pulpits of the news desk that we've heard for the last, what, eight, nine, pushing 10 months now, getting close to a year and hearing it and hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. And then you add on top of that social unrest and racial divisions and the streets are on fire. And then you add on top of that, a political climate that looks more like a circus full of angry clowns than it does <laughs> distinguished leaders of houses. You add all of that together and it's, it's fatiguing. It's fatiguing and it tries to wear you out. But I'm going to remind you that we've got this standing invitation from Jesus. Come to me. Come to me. I know you've been carrying some stuff. Come to me. I know it's been heavy on you. I know it's a burden and it's a yoke. Come to me. I can deal with that. And I'll make a trade with you. You give me your fatigue. You give me your burden. I'll give you my rest. And that's what faith is. It's a rest. It's confidence. What Jesus has done is done. And I enter in to the rest. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.